When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the P1 podcast. Formula One, I can officially say, has returned. We have cars on track. None of this, oh, the livery looks a bit rubbish. No, it's time to talk about the four wheels going forward most of the time and how quickly those drivers have managed that. Yes, day one of Bahrain Testing is here. Tommy, Tom Bellingham, the sweet Hello. dulcet tones of the co-founder. There he is, in my ears, in your eyes, potentially, if you're over on YouTube. What a day. We've actually had a lot of running today. So have we. We've we've been on Twitch uh, as of recording this for nine and a half hours. Um, Matt P1, Tommy, if you don't follow already, boom, get the plug in right now. But thankfully, still buzzing, seeing cars on the track. And Max Verstappen and Fernando Alonso won two. What more could I ask for? I know, that's that's actually crazy. <laughs> that's actually ridiculous. Of course, the, the Aston Martin didn't start particularly well. They had Dragovic breaking down only a few minutes into the session, and we were sort of joking, weren't we? Oh, here we go. Alonso's gone to Aston Martin. Everything's starting to fall apart. And actually, as well, I think Fernando Alonso had a problem with his floor when he went in as well, which meant he had to go back in and, and have some work done. But in the end, Mr. Fernando, the two-time champ with the purple last sector, just narrowly missing out on the fastest time of the day. Not that we're analysing times, but also Fernando Alonso's P2. So let's analyse the times, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was a surprise because for most of the session, you had the usual suspects at the front, not just Verstappen doing Verstappen things, but you know Ferrari were up there, Mercedes were up there, and it looked like we were just going to get the usual top three. And then out of nowhere, Fernando just sticks it in P2, very close to, uh, to Verstappen's time at the top. Obviously, it's only testing, but the Aston looked good. I mean, what a what a turnaround from the start of the session where we were, like you say, making memes about oh, Alonso's moved to another team and suddenly they're unreliable and terrible again. And um, Aston looked hooked up in the hands of Alonso. It did, and I think... Obviously, you can't take too much from testing. We're not going to say that Fernando Alonso is going to be on the front row of the grid oh, come do, next though. Sunday. But, shut it. 
Contain your fanboy, Sorry. will you? Um, but it, I think it does, in a way, solidify that Aston Martin at least have a good car to work with after day one of testing. They got good mileage. Alonso got 60 laps. Drogovic, 40. So it's 100 in total, which isn't too bad. It's not the highest by any stretch. Verstappen, on the other hand, managed 157. But the fact that they've clearly got, at least with Alonso, a good baseline, he clearly feels quite good with the car. He was pushing at the end as well to try and get the fastest lap and, and didn't manage it. But it's a good sign for Aston Martin, I would say. Yeah, definitely. He, I, You said it during our Twitch stream. He wanted that fastest lap. He wanted to end the day fastest and just probably silence a lot of doubters that, that he's moved because to jump ahead, maybe I'll move the, move the talking point around, but Alpine were nowhere, his old team. 16th Look, we're so 17th. excited about Formula One being back. We can dot around yeah. however we like, Tommy. I like the fact that you're just so excited. And this is you being excited. I know <laughs> that people might not realise that. Um, but yeah, Alpine, 16th, 17th. They clocked 113 laps altogether. But yes, we shouldn't take anonymous. times. But they didn't... Yeah, they were very anonymous. We didn't see much of them in, the ter- in terms of really anywhere near the top 10, let alone the top of the leaderboard. The only thing I think I saw from Alpine at all was them... Uh, kind of putting duct tape on the wobbly wing mirrors. And that- their poor Castrol sponsor would then just ca. Yeah. Fuming. They're going to having words. Absolutely, Absolutely fuming. Absolutely fuming. <laughs> oh, jinx. Hello. <laughs> um, let's talk about Ferrari, shall we? There was a big um, talking point, which turned out to be maybe a bit more easily explained than perhaps some some of us were wondering, uh, was in the morning session, Carlos Sainz was out there, and there was... Um, a bit of a, a sucky point, I suppose, <laughs> uh, for want of a better way. But it was kind of an indentation. It was clearly being like pushed in on the front part of the nose. And we've actually put it as strange, big, sucky nose. That's what's in our podcast technical sheet. Technical analysis. Uh, you come here for the technical uh, expertise of Tom Bellingham and Matt Gallagher. Um, but apart from that, that was clearly... Uh, a, a malfunction uh, Ferrari I think came out and basically confirmed that it wasn't meant to do that and it didn't make any sense for it to do that because realistically that would actually have disturbed the airflow more if that was something they were trying to achieve which then again is Ferrari so you never know but <laughs> they looked quite good third and fourth every single time they went fastest you best believe I was on the Twitch stream hyping the life out of them I'm ready for my heart to be broken once again um, but they were all on the C3 tyres, worth mentioning. The top six, Norris and Hamilton being fifth and sixth, all of them on the C3 tyres. Uh, so make of that what you will. It's so funny in testing that every time something weird happens, you assume it's some crazy innovation. And yeah, all of us were in chat like, is this the new DAS? Like, what on earth is that? And then it's just the fact that the nose wasn't working properly. So if you've not not seen it, uh, I guess you'd call it like a little bit of a, a dimple if you like, um, just kind of dimpled in down the straight and then popped out. And it only happened once, but uh, it's just one of those things where it got caught by the cameras. And because it's testing, you assume that it's this incredible, exciting innovation. But no, just just the nose doing weird things. Also, whilst we're talking about Ferrari, it's probably worth mentioning Sainz making the same mistake, I think, three times uh, in his morning session run, just after the first sector into that S's section, just losing the the car and and going straight on, which um, was a bit of action, I suppose. Pretty much the only real action in the sense of that and maybe a lot of lockups into the uh, double left-hander downhill turn 11, I want to say. Um, apart from that, we didn't see any crashes. There was one red flag. 
to one for, for the Dragovich thing. Uh, yeah, not many Just, stoppages at all. So there wasn't much chaos in no. the slightest, which means probably tomorrow the entirety of the eight and a bit hours are going to be red flagged. Yeah, if you actually look at the the lap times, uh, sorry, the number of laps normally on day one of testing, you get at least one driver or one team that's had an absolute mare and maybe done five, six, seven laps. But uh, what, what's the, the fewest laps was Drugovic, I believe, on 40. Yeah, Drugovic on 40 laps. Norris did 40 laps. And they both had quite big problems and were in the pits for quite a while. So for them to still do 40 laps is um, very impressive. 
second from last because Perez didn't uh, do any running, so Piastri 18th, uh, but second from last. And uh, yeah, the the fact that you had him all the way down the order and them not looking very quick, and then Norris went out and it sounded like there was problems again, uh, not had confirmation, I don't believe yet, but there was talk of uh, it could be the brakes and they were also taping up the kind of wheel brows. Um, so it was very concerning and you saw Lando getting out the car and looking annoyed. And we were talking about it, weren't we on, on stream going, when is Lando going to get the car he deserves for his talent and be able to show what he can do? And if it's going to be another disaster, like it was last year at Bahrain, but at the end of the day, P5, uh, looks pretty good, but it's only testing. Exactly. But you know, you're not going to complain finishing p5 unless you are unless you have one milliliter of fuel left as you finish your hot lap and you've just given absolutely everything which i doubt mclaren would have done um speaking of teams that maybe looked all right williams Mm. out of nowhere especially in alex alban seventh fastest today bear in mind as well would have been in the morning session hotter conditions track wouldn't have been as quick it looks very nice 74 laps on the board for him as well and alongside him, of course, Logan Sargent, or should I call him Logie Sarge, as F1 tweeted his name or nickname as, which I'm still trying to digest and it's digesting very badly. Uh, he finished 10th. Um, and overall, uh, Williams did 149 laps. So right up there with the top of the mileage, uh, which they can be very happy with, I'd say. And Tommy, look, you were saying that they might well be P20 merchants, but it's not looking that way after day one of testing. I will happily be proved wrong. Uh, I think it's great that Williams came straight out the blocks, performing performing well. Albon was up in kind of P3, P4, uh, at the start in the in the morning session, uh, putting in quick quick lap times and to be able to do it straight away um, was very impressive. Uh, Logan was in in the afternoon or Logie Sarge, like you said, which became a bit of a meme <laughs> in the, the Twitch chat. Um, we were determined not to make that a thing, but we're definitely going to make it a thing. And um, yeah, he's up there in P10 when he first went out the pits and was wrestling the car like it was a drift car or or I guess like an F2 car, really. He was turning into the corners, fighting the wheel, looking all over the place. But uh, by the end of it, looked a lot more hooked up. And yeah, Williams in seventh and 10th. It's only testing, but you never know. And if, if they've been, if they prove me wrong, then I will be more than happy. I won't be mad about it because it'd be nice, nice to see Williams back back towards the front or the very least just not the back so they can join that midfield fight and we want as many competitive cars as possible well williams had said on the lead up to testing that they felt like they were going to be more in the mix than than where they were perhaps uh last year so from the evidence that they've displayed today it definitely seems like they're they're moving in the right direction um, but yeah, you, you, I find it interesting that you say about Logan Sargent and his, it almost as though he was adapting his driving style as he was doing more laps and by the end, doing a decent job. So you can't you can't really criticize him for, for what he managed. Didn't make a mistake, didn't crash like some rookies might do. 
Uh, of course, Bahrain is quite a forgiving track, I would say, unless you properly lose it and just spear into the wall. There's quite a bit of runoff to work with. Um, so maybe that's you know, uh, working in his favor slightly compared to, you know, the Barcelona's of this where you're in the gravel and then you're stuck. Um, but no, a, a very decent job from Williams for sure. And I think that pretty much wraps up day one of testing. There's not a lot of chaos to talk about, Tommy. Is there anything else you want to reflect on? Maybe a bit of porpoising or... Uh, yes, actually, I completely ignored that point on the sheet, so I probably should have mentioned that. Porpoising. Ferrari seemed to be bouncing around at certain points. It wasn't a consistent um, bouncing around, but clearly when they were changing the setup of the car, there were moments when, especially Charles Leclerc, was bouncing around quite heavily uh, in the afternoon session. Uh, there were other cars as well, but I wouldn't say it's anywhere near the level of what we saw previously mercedes i think were bouncing around a, a uh, bit as well um, yeah a little bit it's certainly not the anywhere near the problems they no. had before um it kind of looked like uh i think it was alpine was was bouncing a little bit but merck wasn't wasn't bad at all which is good for them because that was really the downfall of the the whole season last year because we can see they've still gone for their uh some say would would be a risk the, the keeping with that kind of no side pod or at least slim side pod approach uh, and the fact that they've gone with that and then could just focus on not bouncing. Uh, yeah, Toto, uh, according to Twitch chat, said Toto said no bouncing in, in an interview. So great for them that they don't, uh, if it carries on, that they don't have to spend <laughs> half a season. One person... <laughs> one person called Mike in the Twitch chat has said no bouncing. <laughs> Tommy's like, my sources tell me. <laughs> yeah, uh, but th if they don't have to spend half a season doing it, then um, yeah, they should it should be better for their their concept that they don't have to start doing ridiculous experimental things like they were doing last year. Indeed, they have got uh, as something was described uh, earlier in the Twitch chat. Um, a it was like a travel, travel pillow. pillow yeah. uh, the Mercedes sort of back part of the car. If you actually look at the angle, sort of slightly above where the driver would be sitting, you will not be able to not see the travel pillow once uh, once you spot it. So <laughs> go and check that out uh, after this podcast. But um, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up. I would say, Tommy, uh, what are your final thoughts of day one of testing? Final thoughts are. It's just been so good to have F1 cars back on track and enjoying it with the lovely people in the, the Twitch chat. It's just been... Matt P1 Tommy. Absolutely. Come get, on. I haven't, get involved. I, have I not taught you yet to do a little plug here and there? Does it have to always be me? Sorry. Am I the walking advert? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but no, in, in all seriousness, we've been very excited for Formula One to, to come back and especially uh, with this this new venture going into an exciting season that we're super excited for. And uh, the first day uh, that we've had on Twitch, like I say, been streaming for nearly 10 hours now, about 10 hours. Um, so I do apologize. I'm also very red because I've done a few shoeys. Um, and also my PC is very, very warm. Uh, but it's been an awesome day. It certainly has. My final thoughts 
absolutely insane scenes on the Twitch channel today. If you haven't seen us on Twitch yet, Matt P1 Tommy, if you want to come and join us for the next two days uh, of F1 testing, we hit 10,000 subscribers on Twitch. So I want to shout out each and every one uh, of those on Twitch chat that have been enjoying us, even if it's just watching or if it's subscribing or whatever it is. Uh, So feel free to come join us over the next two days. And that is pretty much it. Thank you for joining our roundup of day one of testing. We'll see you very soon for another video tomorrow. I don't know why I said soon. It's definitely tomorrow. Bye! Bye. P1 is a Stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.